Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I got a call from a Bob, but not just any Bob. It was Bob in Downers Grove. Danny, you are just the biggest idiot in the world. And Tanny... He called this the matchup of the weekend. Here we go, Jim. This is going to be a big Here one. we go, Tony. We are ready, folks. But um, it went down. But the thing about Brock Purdy and and you and Spiegel, like, uh, you know, I listen to you guys every day. You don't know anything. You, you've never, like, lined up in a competitively athletic situation in your life. First of all, have you? And that's the, oh, we got to fight. College football. What level? D3. D3. Okay. So. Yeah. Congratulations. Not exactly great football. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Point, Bob. Point to Bob. What are you doing right now? Literally the act of what you're doing right now is what? Watching football. No, no, no. This exact moment. 8.20 in the morning. What are you doing? Watching football. And you are offering what? An opinion? You have an opinion, and I have an opinion, and neither of our opinions mean anything except mine puts the roof over my head. That's the difference. Mine does, too. Oh, my gosh. This is the most perfect maybe ever. I mean, this is unbelievable back and forth. Oh. All right, we'll do, we'll do the last part of the call, and then you guys can tell me who won, me or Bob. But only one team wins every year, right? I, like, you know, so, I can't get so anything past you. Me, explain to me how Joe Burrow is so generational that he won anything. He's won he an won. AFC championship game. That's not a thing. You either win the Super Bowl or you lose. You make Now, now you're you making the, the argument that the only thing that matters is a championship. No, I, I don't think that. I think you that just, you What are you talking up. about? Uh-oh. Get out. Oh, no. Bob, do you have short-term memory loss? A little bit, probably, yes. Oh, my goodness. This is so incredibly crazy right there, what just happened. I suffer from short-term memory loss. A little bit, probably, yes. Bob won, right? I think you might have won. What do you think, Tanny? I mean, he was up watching football. He was. He's a football guy. Real, I'm watching Real it. football guy. Yeah, man. Make some noise for your What a performance. Keep your touch, she says. Here's looking at you, kid. You're looking at the greatest right there. One, two, three. And here we go, Tim. Here we go. Here we go, Tim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. That's how you know it's a good call. Still providing content multiple days later. Having nightmares about that, Bob. Hey, the Bears have made it official, Gabe. Shane Waldron's the offensive coordinator. Okay, when's the press conference? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, When I asked Weederer that, I was like, are you positive they're going to have a press conference? He's like, oh, 
they need to. They would have to. I'm like, eh, they don't need to. Because <laughs> we like, don't want you asking him any questions, please. Well, because I and it's not that like it, all of the questions would just be about like. So did you talk about Caleb Williams or Justin Fields? Who would you prefer to coach? <laughs> all, like all the questions will it, they'll be. Like, so what's your offensive philosophy? So how'd the interview go? So what do you want to do at quarterback? Like ninety percent of the questions will be ones that they don't want him to answer. When you walked in the room, did you have a Justin Fields jersey on? Like who did you? Who do you? Would you wish to? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why is this job appealing? Well, you know, it's just I don't know. I think that obviously I'm all for transparency and media access. That's the side that I come out on. But the uh, PR person in me. It's like, I'm not sure they gain much from a press conference in January or early February with this guy. I'm not, I'm not sure they gain much. Danny, could you imagine April after the draft is your first time you get an opportunity to like ask Shane Waldron a question? Late, later, man. <laughs> later. Put, it, put it at a minicamp. Yeah. When, when's the first OTA or minicamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, May? I, 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 think you, I think we might not hear from Shane Waldron until May. Or maybe, maybe, they, maybe they're waiting to introduce both of them at the same time. That's a nice excuse they can use. The offensive coordinator and the and defensive, defensive coordinator. coordinator, you know? Say, hey, guys, just give us a second. We're still working on this one. We'll give them to you both at the same time. Yeah, but if they actually did a joint press conference with those two, it would be like <laughs> Carter Hawkins at a Cubs press conference. Yeah. No one would ask the defensive coordinator any questions. <laughs> they wouldn't. It's like, hey, are you going to call plays? I don't know, Matt and I, that's up to, that's up to Coach Awesome, Blues. great, thank you. So, yeah, what about Justin Fields or Caleb Williams? Yeah. Or they're asking the defensive coordinator questions about that as well. Who would when be tougher to game plan? Yeah. Who are you looking forward to going up against uh, during practice? Yeah, exactly. There's not, there's not much that can be gained here. And again, I would have plenty of questions for him, but I just, I don't, something tells me that's not going to happen. Uh, exciting Bulls game last night. We will get to it. Very much looking forward to Jay Gruden joining us at 3.30. But uh, Jim Harbaugh might be going to the Chargers. Shane Waldron is here. Bill Belichick's stopping in at Chick-fil-A and doing multiple interviews down in Atlanta. We're going to bring on Peter King to have him tell us what he thinks of the Shane Waldron hire, if it tips the hand in any way on the quarterback decision for the Bears. And we can go through some of the big NFL storylines with Peter King. He's Gabe Ramirez in for Matt Spiegel. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. I am the original talk show windbag. Peter King in Lake Forest, Illinois with the Bears. I'm Peter King. Hall of Fame right? The must-read column every single week, Peter King. The great Peter King. Peter King is back. 40 years covering the NFL. 40 years. Host of the Peter King Podcast. Peter already called for him to be, you know. Who did? Peter King? No, Peter. The group that is the oh, oh, people that, against oh, the I'm ethical sorry. treatment of animals. Football morning in America. Not all of us are called King. Not all of us get to walk around with the moniker of King. NBC Sports. After having a long conversation with the NFL's vice president of international stuff. Peter King. I want my general manager to not give a crap what Kenny from Kankakee wants. Somewhere in Kankakee. <laughs> there's, guy a named, Kenny. <laughs> there's a Kenny who just jumped up off what the happened? couch. What did I do? What did I do? Peter. What's with the side Be- swipe? Peter. It's normally, Peter. A, it's normally a bop. This is unbelievable. Kankakee. I'm kid from the Grand Park, Illinois, that's just trying to be the best he could possibly be every day. Oh, there he is. We love you, King. Peter King with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score. No. All right. He's not there. 
We moved times with Peter, but that had been confirmed. We'll get him in a minute or two. Or uh, or it'll be a big no. But I got to be honest. If Jim Harbaugh takes the Chargers job, that's going to be a tough one for Bears fans to swallow. Did you initially, when you saw that he was taking meetings down there while at the same time trying to leverage that against Michigan, did you think anything other than him being a member of the Los Angeles Chargers was going to happen? I, I mean, listen, I said before he took meetings with anybody, so before that moment that you're talking about, I was like, he didn't have an agent. Like, Dave knows him. And Dave has an agent who is a prominent coaching agent. So Dave knows these things. And he was always like, ah, Jim doesn't have an agent. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, ah, now Jim has an agent. I'm like, all right, what? That tells me something's going down. And then I'm like, all right, so who's the agent? And it's Don Yee who, like, represents Brady and all these NFL people. I'm like, oh. And then the NCAA is circling around Michigan. I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. I'm doing the Pete Carroll, and I'm, I'm getting out of here. So I, I've assumed he's going to the NFL. I just think it's kind of wild that uh, they didn't even call and weren't interested when it seemed so obvious that he was going. Now, maybe you're right. Maybe he'll just use the Chargers and get leverage and get a better deal at Michigan, and then the Chargers will be behind, and they'll look foolish and have egg on their face. But – Seems to me like he's been telegraphing this move to the NFL for a while. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. It, it, it seems very LeBron James to me. Where at like this point in my career, I now want to go out to California and make the biggest star, make my star as big as it possibly can be. And that's what I see with Jim Harbaugh: familiarity with the West Coast, kind of going out there, understanding he can kind of take control of that market if need be. It just makes so much sense for him to be out there. But I'm, I'm surprised that that, that you're. Because I, I have heard you say this, Danny, where you know you're you're shocked that the Bears didn't at least kick the tires. I just I think it's I think it's small minded to not kick the tires. I think it's you know I think it's it's a little beneath them to not. I, I'm not surprised because he co- comes with drama and he's expensive. And the McCaskies that's the key point for me. The McCaskies don't love drama or expensive. So firing Eberflus and his whole staff to give a ton of power and $20 million per year to a guy with a, who's a distraction who always has one foot out the door, but he wins. But he, did you not think Eberflus did a good enough job? No, I didn't. I thought it, I mean, I thought I mean, it was I mean, fine. In, in, the, in the path that he is on in terms of like looking at an organization, seeing what Ryan Poles is trying to create, something, some sort of longevity in terms of success, and then, like, you have your first couple of years where you're like, yeah, this guy kind of has done exactly what I wanted him to do. I think that Matt Eberflus is maybe a replacement-level NFL head coach. Fair. And okay. I think that Jim Harbaugh has as large of a body of work of winning as you could possibly have. And, by the way, I've expressed some reservations about Harbaugh before he's been out of the NFL for a while. Why did it take him so long to win at Michigan? He's a wackadoodle. Like I, you know what I mean? There, I'm not saying he's a perfect candidate, but he's a much better candidate than Eberflus. And I just think it will be a little embarrassing that your ex, like he played for you. <laughs> he played for you. He's got ties to the city and the organization and the area and all of that. Um, if he takes a job and you're not there. And I think it's a legitimate debate on which is the better job. 
the Bears or the Chargers. Like he he interviewed for a, for the Vikings job, whatever that was, two years ago, and Chargers job is better than Vikings job. It's got Herbert attached to it instead of Cousins, but Cousins is good. He's not great. He's good. But the Bears job is a really good job, man. It's, I try a, to re- think, it's a really good job. I, and I agree with you. I think definitely it's a, it would have been a difficult decision to make had he had the opportunity to interview for both. I, I, I think about you know a guy like Ryan Poles, and I think about the history attached to a guy like Harbaugh, and I can, I can see where he himself is just so focused on creating this thing that he sees in his mind. Yep. And outside of that isn't a John Harbaugh that he's like, or Jim Harbaugh, where he's like, hey, you know, I need to get this guy to then take my team to the next level. I think he's very confident in himself in thinking that he can create that for the Bears. Yeah. Th- listen, that is that is like good psychoanalysis of how <laughs> of human behavior yeah. that might be exactly correct. I don't know Ryan Poles enough to know because I you're correct that like if Jim Harbaugh comes to the Bears, he has more power than Ryan Poles. Even if Ryan Poles retains personnel power, like Jim Harbaugh would be the still big, Jim Harbaugh. He's Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> he he make more money, bigger personality, bigger office. You know what I mean? Like fans will be behind them. Just more, everything. More pelts yeah. on the wall. Yes, you'd be hiring someone who is more powerful than you in a lot in a lot of ways, and it takes a very secure person to be able to do that. And maybe he is not as secure in that. Yeah, that's that's totally possible. Especially when he's calling Cairo Santos and saying, hey, did you like the gift that I got? (laughs) I got you. Okay. Yeah, it's a a weird – so we'll see. He hasn't taken the the Chargers job yet, uh, but it seems like a perfect fit. What did you think about Shane Waldron then, the additions? I I know you called it. I saw that you called it. So so that's all that that matters, Gabe. True. I'm just kidding. I did. I did. I did stop watching after that. I said, "Well, she, well, he was right." <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so he was right. What am I yeah. watching this for? <laughs> yeah, it is funny though. Uh, you get, um, and this is the world's smallest violin, first world problem type stuff. But like when you get something right, maybe three people. No know one it. cares. Yeah. Maybe three people notice. <laughs> maybe. Right. And like, hey, good call. Yeah. That, that's that's like the extent of it. It'd be like. I got a text from a. That's buddy. your job. I got. I got a text from a good friend of mine. It was two words. Nice call. Nice call. But if I say like he still talks to me about my Mitch Trubisky MVP bet, ah. like you know what I mean? Like I, I've gotten ten thousand <laughs> yeah. words from this yeah. one person yeah. on that one wrong opinion. You know what I mean? Like and I'm like, hey man, you make a lot of wrong bets too. Uh, so yeah, listen, I thought it was the best they could have done given the circumstances of head coach with not a ton of job security attached to it and uncertainty at quarterback in a cycle where everybody is trying to interview guys who are looking for head coaching jobs and he's not getting head coaching interviews. So and, I, thought, I thought it was, a, I, th- I think it's a good hire. Yeah. And like Safi said, he, he Safi said uh, he didn't strike him as someone with head coaching potential. <laughs> so you need somebody like that too. I'm saying to fit into that equation, Someone that's their their head coach has gotten fired. He now is looking for a lateral move as opposed to yeah. a promotion, and it does it, it does make sense. Yeah. So I think it is a I, what's going on. Peter King at four twenty five. He had oh, to move. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. You got, Sorry. I, when I held up the numbers four twenty five, I I thought in, in the moment that you would know that that's for Peter King, but now thinking back, that could mean anything. <laughs> You know, four two five does make sense that it would be Peter King. You're right. 
I was talking. My brain power is only so significant. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to hear your voice. You weren't here yesterday. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're back. All of those things. What's going on? <laughs> Peter King at 425. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, Danny. Let me, let me put up my fingers for you. <laughs> Four, two, five. Yeah. Well-oiled machine we got running. Solid group chat you guys got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> solid, solid. I, I texted it, too, but it's hard for Danny to look at his phone. You know, you know how it is. There's a lot going on. Oh, you did. Yeah, 10 to 12 minutes with Peter I King know when you've got Twitter up on the computer, there's no reason to look at your phone. But It's true. It's true. It's true. Very true. Uh, but no, I think that Shane Waldron is a good hire that was probably the best they could have done. And I think that it will largely be dependent on the personnel that he has around him. And I think the most impressive thing that he's done is he overachieved expectations with Geno Smith with a head coach who is widely known as being conservative. So the the hope would be if you give him a head coach that is either completely hands-off or more aggressive, analytically driven, and we'll see which one of those Matt Eberfuss falls into, and a more talented quarterback that like the best is still to come. On Shane Waldron, like that's that's the optimistic argument that I would make for for the hire, and it's and it's an it's an important one because I mean I think a lot of people have been discrediting what he's done with Geno Smith over the last couple of years, which you can't if you're gonna you know trash offensive coordinators like a Glue Getzey for lack of productivity, then you gotta praise them when they do things like he did with Geno Smith. I was talking to Mike Salk yesterday on my show, and. He does uh, Seattle media out there, morning stuff. And he said that he would say that Geno's success was more of, of a result of Pete Carroll than Shane Walsh. That's what he said on the show. That's what, the that's, show that was what Softy said, too. And I, and I was just like, I mean, that seems like a cop-out. That seems like too, too easy of a thing to then say Geno Smith's success was not, you know, for three years had nothing to do with the offensive coordinator. I just, I find that hard to believe. I mean, he did have some really good weapons. Especially when you add Jackson Smith and Jigba at the very end. I mean, he's not going to have as many weapons here in Chicago, obviously, dependent upon the draft. But, I mean, it's every, I, I, would, I would agree that anything would be an upgrade over Luke Getze. Or I'd want to see something different than Luke hey, Getze. Luke, Luke Getze's interviewing for the Raiders job. I saw that. Right now. I saw that. Oh my God. <laughs> well, Olin said on Twitter, he's like, I, you know, I got to be honest, I never considered the possibility of Getze going somewhere else and being yeah. successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we've considered it with Fields. It's a good point by Olin. Like what? What if, what if he goes to the Raiders? It is good. I, it would surprise me. It would because like he's not getting offensive coordinator jobs for teams with no. established yeah. quarterbacks. You got Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> You're trying to just, yeah. The offense is throw the ball 15 times to Devontae Adams. It's a very simple offense there in Oakland. If you get, or excuse me, Las Vegas. If you get the job, that that would. I, but imagine Danny. Somebody calls you up and says, "Hey, man." Uh, just like Softy or just like my guy Mark from yesterday, and they say, "Hey, man, c- come on the radio and talk to me about Lou Getzey. I would say he was uh, – he loves screen passes. I would say that he was slow to adjust to Justin Fields, and he tried to, just like Matt Nagy, like square peg, round hole it. That was probably the biggest criticism of him. Yeah. Uh, Adjusted last year with the QB run dominant stuff, adjusted in the middle of this year with moving the pocket and using the athleticism, but it took Fields calling him out publicly and four horrifying games to start the season 
It wasn't it shocking to you because I know you and I both have spoke with Coach Wanstat, and he's talked about Getsy a lot and said, "Hey, man, I've, I've, I've coached with this guy. He can do everything." That, that, these are quotes that I've heard from from Wan, Wan yeah. about Getsy. Dave loves he can, everybody. He can do it all, and he does. But then when you see the product on the field, and you're just like, "Ah, oh, what happened to, you know, what we thought we were going to get?" And I'm sure the Bears felt that way. He felt that. Way. Why do you feel like there was a disconnect there between what Wani was saying and what Getsy actually was able to do? I don't know the answer to that other than I know that coaching coaches as analysts who criticize other coaches are very rare. Okay. It's a it's a very rare where is the coach that criticizes <laughs> the the, uh, the other coach? Fair. Why Wani said hiring Kingsbury would be the biggest mistake that that Eberflus could have made. So maybe that's like the as close as it gets, but it it's pretty damn rare. Uh, before Jay Gruden at 3.30, we will talk about the other coordinator hire that still needs to happen, the defensive coordinator hire, and uh, want to run a Bulls theory by you as well. We could split both of those before Jay Gruden. He is Gabe Ramirez and in for Speaks. It's Parkinson Speak on the screen. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.